0: Changing your corner of the universe changed the world? We think so. You've heard the quote, be the change you want to see in the world. But what does that look like? This is where we meet the people that are walking that out. One person, one idea, one decision at a time. Here's Baden and Rex. All right, welcome back to another episode of My Corner of the Universe. Today, we had the pleasure of interviewing Danielle Wheeler. She is an author of a book called I've Got Spots, and she was an absolute pleasure to have on the show. Um, she is someone that has vitiligo, and for your, those of you that don't know what vitiligo is, you want to make sure you tune into this episode.
1: Yeah, it was a such a great interview, and you know, it's really Danielle's personality, her excitement. Um, it's just, it was so such a breath of breath of fresh air to listen to someone with that type of positive energy. Yeah, really. Um, was. And the way that she shares. Um, her story is what makes her so much different than everybody else. You know, we honestly, you know, when you talk about vitiligo, the first thing I asked Rex, which is the same thing that Danielle had right. asked her is like, is that the thing that Michael Jackson had? Um, and were like, I had yeah, no I think, idea to be honest. Yeah. I was like, Oh yeah, I
0: guess.
1: Yeah. And it was like, and with, 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 with the way she talked about it. And you know, once again, she wasn't saying anything bad about Michael Jackson. She's saying, yeah, but he, he bleached his skin to try and hide it. Whereas um, Danielle is like, this is what this is. This is, Let's embrace this, you know, and love it, yeah. and love us who we are, um, because, you know, she shared with us after the interview, and you know, she really wanted to, to get it on this interview. But the number one side effect of vitiligo is not anything to do with your skin; it's not rashes; it's not anything like that. It's depression, um, and you know, she is going out there head on and talking about it in a way that's like, hey, you're still beautiful the way you are. This is exactly how you were made to be and embrace it and love it, you know, and don't try and put up like makeup just to cover everything up to, to make yourself not who you are, like love who you are.
0: Yeah. And I think, I mean, that really comes through not only in the interview, but in, you know, the whole premise of the book is, um, we're all individuals and this just makes you, you know, um, unique. So I really love that part of it. And another thing that, you know, this shows where her heart is, is 10% 10% of all the book sales from this first run of books goes to a camp that helps kids kind of embrace that as well called camp discovery. So uh-huh. yeah. She's and an the, Awesome. Awesome lady. Yeah. And the book's called I've got spots. She makes it simple. Her Instagram is I've got at
1: I've got spots. Her website is I've got spots.com and that's where you can get the book at. And I love just full on that. She's that, that, that's the, that that's the whole brand of the book is like, Hey, I've got spots, you know, like, (laughs) like I didn't know what to expect when you first sent it over to me of what this book was. I didn't know if like, she had like measles or what it was, but she's just like, I've got spots, you know? And it was like, I've got spots. This is what I've got. It's, it's a skin, you know, pigmentation and this is what it is, you know? So, um, I love that she branded it right out there and it's excited. So after you guys, Listen to the interview. Um, you're gonna love it. You know, make sure you subscribe to My Corner of the Universe to get more episodes, but also go check out I've got spots.com, check out Instagram at I've Got Spots, and
0: enjoy the interview with Danielle. All right, welcome back to another episode of My Corner of the Universe. Today we have joining us Danielle Wheeler. She is an author of a book called I've Got Spots. Welcome to the show, Danielle.
2: Thanks so much, Rex. It's really nice to be invited on today.
0: Yeah. So you're an author. I take it This is your first book.
2: It is. So the word author is definitely a word I'm getting used to. I'm like, <laughs> I'm an author. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's official. Now I am, I guess.
0: And so when did the book officially release?
2: So it, um, I guess officially, officially released this week. So with the book release party that happened, um, Tuesday night in Chicago, um, at an event space that I, um, help run called Eskina. So that was the first, um, official launch of it, I guess. Um, and then we had, yeah, a great turnout. Um, lots of people from the, uh, vitiligo society, like around Chicagoland area came out, uh, people that I had been messaging with on Instagram that I got to meet in person for the first time. So that was really, really special as well as, um, a lot of friends of mine, um, yeah, came out and the room was, was packed. <laughs> it was, it was awesome. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So that was like, but I've been um, selling it online and like doing like taking pre-orders since November, I guess.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Uh, And so the book is called I've Got Spots. Tell us a little bit about that. What was the inspiration for the book?
2: Yeah. um, Well, so I have vitiligo, um, a skin condition um, that affects like 1% of the population. So uh when I started noticing this was about seven years ago. Um and it, you know, started with like one spot under my armpit. Um and I was like, I like cut myself shaving or did something like weird. Um and then I noticed it was like popping up on my hands and just kind of kept spreading. Um And I'm a performer and I was just like, oh my gosh, there goes my career. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like felt like I was kind of like shying away from everything. And that's um, not who I am at all. Very outgoing person. Um, And I've worked in childcare and with kids for a really long time. And I was like, you know, I can, you know, be super down about this thing that is not life threatening. That is literally, you know, skin deep or I can use it and do something to make positive change with it. Um, and I was get asked by kids a lot, like, what is this? Like what's, what's on your skin? And um, I loved, you know, the children would ask me because I was like, Oh, well, you know, it's like my body gave itself a tattoo. It's, you know, um, you know, I've, I've got a bit of Lego. It's like, you know, create spots on my skin. So yeah, like seven years ago when this all started, I was like, man, I should really like, wouldn't it be cool to like write a children's book about it? And then I've been kind of like, that's been in the back of my head for the, like, since I had it, wow. and, you know, and since then more and more kids, um, asked me about it. And I love that kids would ask me about it where like adults would just like sometimes stare mm. and I was almost like, no, no, like I'd rather you ask me about it than stare. Um, but I, you know, I'd been like, yeah, thinking about this idea. And then when was it? It was, um, June 25th, which is world vitiligo day, um, 2018, I actually wrote a poem about it, um, just you know, uh, basically the the rough outline of what the book is. But I just okay. you know, it just spilled out of me, um, and then I posted it on Facebook, and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, you should make a children's book! This this is a book! This is a book!" And I was like, "Yeah, kind of, it kind of it is, kind of yeah. a book." Um, so then I was like, "All right." So then another like you know, couple of months, we're like, I was like. well, I need to do something with this. And I met an artist um, that, um, a Chicago, local Chicago artist who I became friends with through work. And I was like, hey, would you have any interest illustrating a children's book? Because I have this idea. And she's like, I've always wanted to illustrate a children's book. And I'm like, really? Because I have one, I think. (laughs) Uh, And so then, yeah, we started working together. It was only um, April, really, of this year that we like started like really meeting and, um, yeah. And then like launched the GoFundMe on June 25th, then 2019, a year later for me, um, writing the poem originally and on World Vitiligo day. Sorry. I think I answered your question. No, that was awesome. Like, yeah, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's like kind of, uh, yeah. The journey of like how, how it got to, Uh, present day i guess
0: no that was a perfect recap yeah yeah um
1: so daniel you said you were a performer let us in a little bit backstory of what what you did performance wise also when you were a kid growing up did you have any aspiration in being any sort of author i I don't think you did because is that your story went but just kind of tell us like if we could go back you know 15 years You know, and someone was to say, hey, you're going to write a children's book someday. Like, what would that, what would your response be?
2: Yeah, I, this is like a whole new world. I mean, like, I've, like, I wrote poems in, like, high school and stuff. Um, you know, but I never really, yeah, I never thought of myself as an author. I never really, like, saw myself going down that, uh, road or knew what that looked like. Um, honestly, my, like, my husband is a writer, like, so it's just weird, uh, to be like, I'm looking for a literary agent. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but it's all coming together and it's beautiful madness. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever had any um, aspiration really for writing um, more than, you know, just like stuff that I like wrote for fun. And mm-hmm. I hadn't even been doing that for a couple of years. So um, when this like poured out of me, it, it, like, it just it kind of took me by surprise. And then everyone's response took me by surprise. And I was like, oh, there's, there's something like in this. Yeah. Um, so I found myself writing a little bit more frequently. Um, yeah. In the last, I guess, like two years.
1: Yeah. Um, and so when you sat down to start writing, did it all just, like you said, kind of flow out or did you experience normal writer's block where you kind of like, okay, now how do I finish the story? Like, how do I do this? Or did it just really just like the whole it, idea just came to came out?
2: this just all came out so i went to the um so i have vitiligo like all over um, my body um it's not so some people have it like sectionally um where you know they'll have like a few spots on their hands or feet but uh feet feet uh, but i have it oh, they're you little
1: have feet. two feet you do have two feet I have, Pizza works I have yeah,
2: feet and <laughs> yeah. I have spots on both feet yeah. uh, we got um,
0: kids so we we speak feet
2: yeah yeah right um but I went to the the beach and I was like you know that's like the most skin exposed and very vulnerable um and you know was just kind of like it was like yeah this this brings up a lot of a lot of feels for me Mm -hmm. being at the beach and laying in the sand and like my spotted skin laying on the sand which I was like kind of looks cool you know people would be like Yeah, you know, like oh, I I love it. I love your skin; it's beautiful. I'm like, yeah, yeah, thank you. Like, (laughs) you know, like people people can tell you that, and until you believe it, until you feel it, you know, on the inside, it it doesn't matter. Almost like it's Mm -hmm. it's nice. The compliments are like sweet, but it's like you have to feel it from within. So I think that day I was like, you know, that was like the start of me like really embracing it. Um, Yeah, which was.
0: How yeah. old were you when when you first saw your first spot?
2: Uh, so I was in my late twenties. Okay. Yeah, I was in my late twenties. Is that
0: common? Like, uh, I mean, what's the, like when when do people usually get it?
2: So, um, since having this, I've been on. Um, I started like joining a lot of message boards this like last year, and what I'm seeing is the stories are everywhere. I mean, like okay. every every age, every ethnicity, every gender. Like, I mean, all across the board there are people who you know their 3 year old has it to so people who are in their 60s getting it for the first time
0: and it's um, the pigment that is leaving
2: it's um yeah it's like the the cells like attack um the melanin and like or the melanin like doesn't um yeah it's like it's being damaged and it's not recreating pigment
0: does that um, uh, affect like vitamin d levels or anything like that
2: no not that i know of and the condition is classified as autoimmune right um, there's still like there's not a ton of research so that's what it's classified as now um but it's yeah it looks again it looks different on everybody somebody might have one spot and it never changes somebody might have one spot it doesn't change and then 10 years later it changes again um mm. they're different it seems like there are different triggers for people like Stress has triggered it um, to make it become more active. The sun can have a um, an impact on it, like my so the like skin that's white that doesn't have pigment will get really red in the sun. Right. Um, but I feel like though the skin has started repigmenting in the past year, which is kind of wild. So like I had almost like sleeves, like almost up to my elbows of just like white skin, and then literal like spots. Like speckles, like started coming back in, oh. huh. um, which is wild. So it's like it's ever changing. Okay. Um, mm. Like I had a heart on my arm, which I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, I started getting all attached to it, and then like a month later, I'm like, where'd it go? Yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
2: She, she's gone. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of.
0: But some children, like uh, super young, like toddler age, will get it.
2: Toddler age will get it. Yeah, I okay. met a few kids at the at the event that had just like a few speckles and you know, they get asked by their classmates, like, what is this? Why do you have this? Um, So the parents were telling me, they're like, it's really great to have this, a book Mm -hmm. like this that kind of explains it in a child friendly manner, um, which is like what I was hoping it would be like a tool for the kids to understand and then to explain to other kids about it. Um, Something I didn't think about, which I don't know why, but the parents are actually able to use it as a tool to explain to their kids, like if the, if a parent has it, oh, yeah, the parent has. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then, you know, cause like the kids, the kids will be like, well, mom, what is like, why do you have spots? And then the kids friends will be like, yeah, what, what does your mom have? Um, so it's like a nice tool to then use for the parent.
0: Yeah. When I, when I saw the, the book, I was like, wow, this is a book that like every public library should have, mm-hmm. uh, hey, you know?
2: That's what um, I, yeah, I, I hope they will. I hope to do like, um, you know, readings and libraries and tours and um, maybe even like turn it into a play or musical. I mean, it is about vitiligo, but it's really about self acceptance and self love too. Um, and just embracing our differences and whatever they may be like mine's vitiligo, but somebody else's might be, you know, a birthmark or you right. know, some other sort of like chronic skin condition. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So take us back to, you had the idea for the book, you found your illustrator and mm-hmm. then at that point kind of just walked us through some of the steps. Like what did you do next?
2: Uh, okay. What did I do next? <laughs> um, I, so we started meeting and kind of like, kind of like, okay, well, what does this look like? She was, um, she was kind enough to help me like take the poem um, back to your original, uh, one of your questions, Peyton, Um take the poem and shape it. Like, so, you know, I just blurted it out or feel like I blurted it out on paper and it was this poem. Mm-hmm. but she actually helped me, shape it into what would be a better story arc. Um, So she's been very essential in this entire process. She was like, well, you know, if we use this, I can illustrate this better. And if we add more of this, I have more opportunities for more visual. And I'm like, oh yeah, that that makes sense because it's a children's book. So she helped me um, with the rewrite and we were like, okay, well, yeah, let's, I guess let's set up this GoFundMe is probably the first thing to see, I mean, I'm a marathon runner and I have fundraised for charities before and it'll take me like six months to a year to raise like a grand. So I was like, I don't, yeah, like I don't know how long this is going
1: to
2: take. <laughs> uh, so we're like, $10,000? Ten, $10, we're like, that should be, you know, good to like cover me paying her and cover hopefully all the, again, we're both new with this, like all the unknown cost of everything. We're like, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Like $10,000 seems... Seems great. Have no idea how long it'll take to raise. So we put up the GoFundMe and we raised it in 20 days.
0: Wow. Wow. wow.
2: And we're just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, like, there was a day I did nothing except for, like, just keep
1: refreshing. refresh every day. <laughs> I was like,
2: it's, just, it's like a game. I was like, it just keeps going up. I was yeah. like, what? What is happening? Um, awesome. and it was amazing. Well, and it was GoFundMe too. So we didn't even. We didn't offer any incentives. Mm -hmm. There was no like, give us five bucks and we'll give you a sticker. Um, um, So that was insane. I mean, we did say that um I guess the the incentive that we gave was we'll put your name in the book. Mm -hmm. Or or a name that, you know, like if a parent wanted to donate, we'll put their whoever's name that you want in the book in lieu of your donation. Um so that was wild. So then the the money came in really quickly. Um you know, when we had our Instagram up and we're kind of like, you know, starting, started enrolling on this whole project, but that happened so fast. And then everybody's like, so where's the book? And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> oh,
2: hold on. Forgot about that. And, yeah. We're like, I mean, I was like a manuscript is done, but the artwork, like, you know, we just launched this. <laughs> it's great. We're so excited. You guys are excited. So then we're like, oh my gosh, we really like have to like hop on this and put this out now um as like as fast as we can so then jen like got to work on all the illustrations and i was um Mm -hmm. keeping up with the instagram trying to like let people know like you know what we were doing while we were doing it and um did you
0: find like a way to um, publish i mean you don't have a publisher at this point so did you just kind of just research like how to self-publish a book and that kind of stuff
2: Yeah, it was really like, I went through, um, I I did look at publishers, but what I was finding is that some publishers would, um, they want you to use their artist that they already have. And since Uh, like, I had already had this relationship with Jen and she's such a huge part of it. I didn't mm -hmm. want to like get in a situation where they're like, Oh, actually like you'd have to use our illustrator because I was going to like, ah, that's a deal breaker. So I was like, I think the safest bet would just to, so that we have the most creative control And so that, um, we can get it out as quickly as we wanted, um, that we just published it ourselves. So, and like looking at the timeline, I'm like, man, if we really hustle, we can get it out right before holiday, Mm -hmm. which I've worked retail for. And I'm like, dude, if we can get out like pre-holiday, like that's, that's great. Like that's huge. Um, also for us, that's like huge accomplishment to launch something in June. Yeah. Uh, It was actually like mid it was like at my door, like 500 books were at my door, like <laughs> November, like 11th, which is nuts. Um, so yeah, we really hustled. Um, but I went through, so we wanted to keep it local. I wanted, I really wanted to lo- use a local publisher, so okay. we a local publisher. Um, that was just going to be like too expensive. I wanted to keep the cost of the book at a reasonable price point. Um, and also competitive with other children's books right which, like which I was noticing land around like 1799 1999 that's kind of like the price point for a lot of hardcover books I've seen so pricing something at thirty dollars I was just like feels uh, yeah. I, like, I don't feel good about that I was like I also don't think it will sell um, no matter how well you know people know me um, I just don't um, right. So we really try to make it work with the local publisher, but in the end we went it. We went ahead and printed with book baby and they were really great and printed really quickly. And the quality is great. And we're really happy with it. And we're able to, you know, price it at $19.99 to make it um, a little friendlier pricing. Um, there was another, um, there was a cheaper option, <laughs> uh, but they printed overseas and I did not feel Good about that. I was like, you know, if I can't go local, at least I want to use book baby that's, um, you know, located in the United States. So that was something that was really important to me to keep, um, just kind of all of my values and integrity through the whole process, Mm -hmm. uh, intact. So, so I was happy we were able to do that. So yeah, we, uh, set up the GoFundMe. We, you know, we're launching the Instagram while Jen was working on the artwork. Jen and I kept having meetings kind of, you know, we, we had a meeting where we went literally like page by page. We're like, what stanzas going on this page? Okay. I think it makes sense for these two stanzas to go on this page, um, with, and I was like, this is what I'm thinking for the artwork. And some of it, I was like, very, very specific. I was like, okay, little girl on a beach Mm -hmm. in a winter coat. That's puppy star sunglasses, (laughs) mittens, like boots, like she's totally covered up. And so it's really cute, you know, to like see this idea that you have in your head, like you know, when it's like yeah. printed in reality. I'm like, yeah, that's what I told you.
1: Yeah, well, uh-huh. and that that's cool too, because like you you had the experience to share with her of exactly right. what you wanted yeah. to show, you know, versus her just coming up with it. I mean, she could have done a great job with the concept, but you knew the emotions behind, yeah, um, what you wanted the illustrations to be, so you could tell her exactly what you wanted, you know, like that contrast between being on a beach versus being in winter coat and jacket for someone like for the, for your illustrator, for Jen, she might not have really understood the emotions behind the polar opposites of those two. But for you, you're like, no, we need to have these because it means so much.
2: Thanks. Yeah. I thought it was really important. Well, and not to, um, I mean, in the story I do talk about like it being, being frustrated with it and it being scary and it being sad and like going through like, you know, this gamut of emotions that you have when you first notice something like, to like essentially like taking over part of your body that you have no control over. Mm. Um, and I didn't want it to be like all like cupcakes and rainbow farts. of like, Oh, it's <laughs> wonderful and I've always been happy with this. Yeah. Like, no, it's like, it's hard.
0: I'm sure I mean,
2: there can yeah. be good days and bad days and you know, but you, you can choose the good days and you can choose to, you know, feel good about it. Um, yeah. So thank you. Um, it's been, it's been quite a journey and I've definitely, it's been a very healing one for, for me personally. Um, as I've been writing this, I'm like, well, you know, you gotta, you gotta practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. So it's I like just really learning to love it more and more every day. And then this like Thanksgiving, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, for the first time, I'm like, I am thankful that I have this. Wow. I've gotten to connect with so many people. Yeah. And wonderful people and then beautiful souls that I was like, I would have never met these people. I would have never like, how would I like, you know, connected with them if I didn't have this? Yeah. Um, and like what a loss that would, have that would be.
1: Yeah. Um, kind of a random question, but yeah. have you, have you always had this really awesome, positive attitude towards life or is this something that's developed through the book?
2: Um, I like to think I'm, I'm a pretty positive person. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I have good days and bad days, but you know, I try to, yeah, I'm a yeah. glasses half full kind of, kind of gal. But
1: the reason, <laughs> uh, the reason also why, why I, that I thought of that and bring that up is because I don't know whether you realized it when you were writing the book or not, or maybe you realize it now, but I totally see it is that yeah. I think that you have become a role model for kids. And that's something that's so important. And it's not just because you wrote this book, but it's because of your attitude towards it. I mean, just the whole time through this conversation, it's the way you talk about it. I mean, there's kids that that might see their first couple of spots and become so self-conscious. And the Mm. fact that they can look up to somebody like you that not just wrote this book, but that has this attitude about it, you are 100% a role model for them. It's, oh. it's amazing. It's incredible. <laughs>
2: you're, gonna, oh, you're making me have all the feels. And I you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That is so, that is so sweet. It's say.
0: so true though. Yeah. That's, you nailed it, Maiden. Um, oh. Kind of back to uh, the, the publishing side of things. You, you're now an author. Do you have to put on the marketing hat now too, because you have 500 books show up at your door last month?
2: Uh, yes. Yeah. I feel like I've had the marketing hat on since we like launched it. Right. Like it was like, give us your money. But <laughs> 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 I, like, but also now buy your book. Um, right. But I, yeah, I definitely feel like the marketing hat is on. Um, I'm really, really proud to say we've sold over half of them already, awesome. Awesome. Um, which is wild. Um, I think, you know, again, I, I feel like it speaks to this need for this story um, in the community. Um, and also the, the support that I get from the people in my life um, have been, have just like come out in the the most beautiful way and have supported me. Like so, it supported me so intensely. I don't know. like mm-hmm. so much. Um,
0: is a lot of that through your website or is that like
2: um, bookstores
0: of, in Chicago?
2: So a lot through the website. The only places that I'm selling right now are through um, my Wix website. Um, mm-hmm. And through, yeah, I mean, that was really like, I was taking a ton of pre-orders through that. So I got the pre-orders and then once I got the books, I was able to like, you know, start sending those out. Um, and then I had the book release party and now I'm selling them at the spot I work at in Chicago. It's a little local jewelry shop, um, called nomadic Ant. My boss has been so kind. She let me use a skeena for the book release party. And then she's like, yeah, just like sell the book here. So okay. I have like, a, you know, some books in the back and people can pick them up through, you know, for me directly there. I do have them at two bookstores. I'm really proud to say in Chicago. Nice. Um, nice. one is women and children's first they're an amazing, amazing bookstore with like just a beautiful mission. Um, so I'm really proud that that's the first like bookstore that actually took my book. So they took four of them. Um, and then there's a bookstore called uncharted books. Um, both of the bookstores are in Andersonville. Um, and they're a really cool, you know, little spot and they have a local author, author section and have me in that they're like, we don't really typically take you know, a ton of like new books or a ton of children's books. But the guy was like, yeah, we'll take this, awesome. um, which felt really nice. Um, the, so it's awesome. And I love the visibility of being in bookstores and hope to be in more, but as I am self-publishing, what I'm realizing is, um, so bookstores take a percentage, right? Which should, mm-hmm. Uh, but they take 40%. Um, so it's better if people buy it through the website mm-hmm. and, it's a little more like lucrative for me um, if they buy it through the website or me directly. But again, like this whole project wasn't about making money. It was about awareness or it still is about awareness and visibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, you know, the more bookshops I can get it in, the more it's like, hopefully kids will be like, that girl looks like me or Like, why does mm-hmm. she have this on her face? Right? And, like, yeah. that Just like just seeing that opens up that conversation, um, which is really nice. I, yeah. Yeah. So the, it's wild though, thinking that like one book can go out and then how many people can hear it and how many yeah. like people can huh. be affected by right. just one being out in the world. Um, so that's been pretty like wild to like, think about like teachers reading it to their whole classrooms. Well, it's not one person that ordered the book and they're just reading it and they have the story, but they just shared it with a whole classroom of kids. Um, I don't know. That's, yeah, kind, that's... Of kind of like a, a wild thing to, to think about. The exponential
0: uh, factor for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and, um, uh, marketing, I don't know how, um, I mean, I guess through Instagram is like, has been a bigger platform than I ever like really thought, but I'm like, I'm shipping books to like Germany, Indonesia, Australia, Canada. I'm like, oh, man, my book is going places. i only <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Oh,
1: I'll meet
2: you over there book. Nice. <laughs> um, so that's pretty, that's pretty wild. So definitely like, uh, yeah, that that's something that I, I don't know why I wasn't expecting it, but again, like it's all, it's all new and, um, everything just feels very exciting.
1: Yeah. Uh, and what, what is your Instagram handle? So people can check that out that are listening.
2: Uh, it's I've got spots.
1: Okay, perfect. I love it.
2: I've got spots. Yeah. yeah. I, I've got spots. Um, yeah. Uh, but hopefully, so I guess, uh, next step would be to, I would love to get a publisher. Um, so publishing is wonderful. Great. Highly recommended. If you have an idea, look at book, baby, they're wonderful. Like get your ideas out there. Um, I looked at and reached out to a couple of different people and they're like, Oh, look at this article about publishing a book. I kind of skimmed them and I looked at them, but really I was like, Far enough along in the process, and knew I was going to do this anyway. I'm not going to lie; if I would have looked at those things before, it would probably have scared me away from doing
0: this. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay.
2: So it's like you need this, and you need this, and you need X, Y, Z, and like I don't know. For racing that, I was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> like, like just just do it. Just start doing it, and like see what happens. Well, that was yeah. going to be
0: one of my questions. Was like, if someone is listening to this, and they're like, you know, I've got this book idea. And you you know, you mentioned Book Baby. Is there any other like steps besides, hey, just do it that
2: you would recommend? Um, I would say, you know, definitely like why are you writing it? Like what what is it? What is the need? What is the function? Is it something that you're passionate about? Because the likelihood of you making a lot of money off of it, like if you're going into it for that reason, that is the wrong reason. So it needs to be something that you are passionate about and that's gonna keep driving you to do it. Also, like w- whatever you're passionate about it, there's probably a reason that you are right. And there's probably a need for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, That's good advice. There's
2: probably, yeah. There's probably like a void that you're feeling that your voice like needs to be heard. So yeah. I don't know, I'd say like, yeah, get very, you know, specific and think about those things. Um, but don't let all the jargon online scare you off from doing it.
0: That's um, good too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I just, I would say like, you know, just start, start trying to put the pieces together and, um, you'll, you'll find support. Um, yeah, but it would be nice to, again, um, self-publish, but to get an agent and manager, um, just to really to get a, on a larger platform, they'll mm-hmm. be able to take it to a market that I don't think that I can hit as a self-publisher.
1: Yeah. Is uh, that a- is that a common progression for self-published authors to go self-published to a point and then to basically hand it over to a bigger publishing company to get it exponentially out to target or to, you know, bigger stores or whatnot. So I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm figuring that out. I mean, what I've read is there is a thing and in, in meetings I've had with people, there's um there's a thing called a hybrid publisher. So it's mm-hmm. basically like, yeah, you have your product out. Um, all of my creativity um, integrity is intact along with the images and everything. Right. So they're like, I, they would just take it and then take it to a bigger market. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's called a hybrid publisher. Um, so at that point they might make, it sounds like they could make some tweaks, but not a lot, which is kind of what I wanted. Um, so we'll say, yeah, I don't know how common it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly. Um and I will let you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I definitely um, encourage
0: you to do that just because, like I said, I think this is a great book that should be in public libraries or schools, you know? So I think whatever you got to do to get to that next level of distribution, I think will be worth it.
2: Oh, Absolutely. thank you. That's what I'm, you know, I'm really hoping. I mean, I think um, the fact that we raise money so fast and the fact that we're selling books so fast, I mean, ideally, I would love to have all 500 books sold before the end of the year. Um, I think I looked last night and I'm at like 309. Awesome. Um, yeah. Bananas. Um, but I think it would, it just looks good, you know, to, to go to a publisher and be like, look, we raised this much money this fast. Mm-hmm. We're doing this on our own and we've sold this many books this fast on this like very small platform. Would you, would you like a very easy win with a yeah. very good message? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm trying to make us look as, you know, uh, appealing and marketable as possible, too. So hopefully that's all hopefully it's all working.
0: Um, uh, yeah, I think that's all great. I mean, Vin, do you have anything else? Because, I mean, for for me, I think that we've kind of encapsulated everything that the book is kind of, uh, you know, about uh, is it vitiligo? Is that how you say it?
2: Yeah. Because yeah, right. um, well, I
0: think it's something that people don't know about that much, you know? yeah for sure
2: don't um what i get a lot is like oh that's the thing that you know michael jackson had and it's like yeah he did um he bleached his skin he didn't really talk about it he bleached his skin which is a thing that you can have done Mm -hmm. i don't recommend it Um, so
0: he had vitiligo but he bleached his skin to make it all uniform yep i did not know
2: right i know it's like oh i did not know that's what was happening yeah Um, well
1: it's also cool too, because if, because yeah, he like Michael Jackson is probably like the most well-known person who had it, but he was self-conscious about it and hid it mm. versus you embracing it, you know, and sharing a, a story. Point. You know, I think that that's, that's so much more powerful for kids because like, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Michael Jackson in this sense, but like, (laughs) but like, you know, if a kid looks at that and they, and they see what he did, they're like, Oh, so then I need to try and change myself in order to live normally where you're like, no, like you're beautiful the way you are. Like just live how you are and embrace it.
2: Yes. Thank you. Well, and that's like why I, I think like what, um, the model Winnie Harlow, what she's doing and the visibility that she's gotten, she's the, um, just stunning Victoria's secret model that has it. Um, I mean, she's got it all over, but she's you know modeling for these huge brands and so now it's like you're like oh you have the thing that that model has and it's like yeah yeah. it's like and there needs to be um you know more people visible with it you know
1: have you reached Uh, out to have you reached out to her get the book in her hands yeah get the Um, book in her hands
2: i might have instagram messaged (laughs) like hey winnie What's up? Yeah. <laughs> like you don't know me, but and I'm like she probably gets hit up a million times for a million and one project. so yeah, I'm not, I'm not taking it personally. Yeah, I also messaged um, Ellen. Uh, oh yeah, like, yeah. Hey Ellen, hey girl, like yeah, what's going on, squirrel? You yeah, you <laughs> talk about the book. Talk about uh, book. Yeah, yeah. Oprah. But, Oprah's but,
1: a good one. Oprah's a good one too. You know, get in good with her too. She's right? she's, e- she's easy to get hold of.
2: Well, and she's from Mississippi, like I am. Right? Oh, weird. Nice. Same state. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Wait, yeah.
0: fun factoid, just just for any of our My Corner of the Universe fans out there, yeah. you're the second vegan from Mississippi we've interviewed.
1: Oh, what? cool.
2: What, really? Yeah. So happy. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Who's the other one?
0: Tyler Cambry. He has a really cool business down there, it's specific for vegetarians and vegans. That he has a meal prep for. Uh, strictly vegetarian meals. Yeah. And he was in Biloxi or right outside of Biloxi, right? Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. that's so cool. Well, I'm going um, back in January. I'm like, I should hit him up. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because I go home and I'm like, where am I going to eat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: He did talk about that of like a vegan diet was not the top uh, Mississippian diet out there at all. Uh, it, Plant-based it, diet, for sure.
2: It is not. Well, and that's something I'm really... I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm really passionate about so that I wanted that in my bio. Um, I love animals and animals. They're a theme throughout the book. Um, so yeah, like a little bit about like, and I'm very passionate about running. So yeah, vegan marathon runner from Mississippi. Yeah. uh, Important to have all jammed in there. Nice.
1: Awesome. Um, Yeah. I going back, I would, I would definitely continue trying to message, uh, was it Winnie the, the model because, um, And, you know, if she's ever around Chicago and you could follow her and see if she's around your area, I would just go there, give her a book because she's going to, she's going to, she's going to appeal to you on an emotional level, much more than like, Hey, can you talk about my product? That's a, you know, hair care product or something like that. Like, you know,
2: yeah, I know. I feel like I'm trying to, uh, I'm like trying to figure out the best way. Like I am like, honestly, very passionate about this, but it, it, again, it is a product. So like, what's like, how do you navigate these two Mm. worlds? in a, in a very like honest and, um, an honest way that doesn't feel. I
0: think like, the book yeah. is honest enough to where you wouldn't have exactly. to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. good. <laughs>
2: Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. No, it would be, it would be great to, you know, connect with her. I'm also, um, there's some other really great, you know, people in Chicago doing some really cool stuff. Um, there's this uh, makeup artist I follow who I would love to connect with her. She's got vitiligo and then she does like all this really cool makeup that like highlights it. <laughs> Oh, cool! Um, And just it's people are doing some amazing things to bring it into a positive light. Uh Um, And uh, this year, I've been lucky enough to not only to write the book, but to partner up with um, uh, a guy who we started taking like really cool, like creative, artistic photos of it. Oh, cool! Um, So then, another thing that we want to do is not only just photos of me, but I've met some other people. We want to get photos of all of us with different vitiligo. Um, and have a, an art show. Um, that
0: sounds like a great idea. Things. Yeah.
2: It just like another way, like, you know, like the, there's a kid's book that's really, you know, for everybody, but, but then like an art show to be like, no, this, like it's, it's art. And I think once people start looking at it, you know, if kids can look at it like that or adults can look at it like that too, they're like, oh yeah. Like, I mean, it's not that different from tattoos. Right. Um, so yeah.
0: Another way to I love like, it.
2: Embrace it, but and it's really cool. It looks different on everybody mm-hmm. and it glows under black light. Really? Yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> so to the clubs. My, yeah. yeah to I, know, club. I know.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I mean like a fun party trick is, you know, my skin glows. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I have some stuff like to help like progressing or help promoting awareness. Um, and then yeah, some ideas of teaming with some local people. So. We'll see the next adventures around the corner.
0: Well, you're amazing. We love what you're doing. Uh, once again, once you tell people where they can get the book and then your social media stuff.
2: Okay. Um, so you can get the book at I've got spots.com. And then our Instagram handle is at I've got spots. Awesome. Um, and yeah, feel free to like, you know, I'm checking those messages all the time. So if you have questions, like shoot them to me, if you, you know, want to share pictures, uh, your kids that have it like please do um i yeah i love connecting with the people that have questions about it and i'm
0: gonna put out a little call to action if you're listening to this and you really like what danielle's doing buy the book and donate to your local library yeah yeah, yeah oh absolutely
2: yeah that would be awesome. yep. Yay. yeah share share spots with the world
0: yeah awesome all right well thank you so much for taking time to join us and uh we can't wait to see your book in local bookstores
2: uh yeah. thanks y'all. thank you guys so much for reaching out and
0: having me on of yeah. course of course it's been our pleasure all right thanks danielle really appreciate the time if you like today's episode you can find more information at com, and don't forget to subscribe thank you